Audio. Good evening, everybody. It is Sunday, February 2nd. I'm Adela. I'm Dan. And you're listening to the Underbelly Hours. Take off your coat and stay a while. Like listening to new music? Want to know a band before they get popular? Tune into the Underbelly Hours, Sunday nights at 6 p.m. on WRSC 88.7 FM. And discover the best of local unsigned musicians. Don't miss out on the next big thing. Woo. Yeah, don't do it. Don't miss out. John, don't do it. I mean, I think a lot of people are probably missing out tonight on the live showing of the Underbelly Hours. Because it's the Super Bowl. It's the Big Bowl. It's the one where people go and, and they kick a ball. I think I know one team that's playing. Yeah. That's how in tune I am to the sports world. All I know is Jennifer Lopez and Shakira are doing the halftime show, which should be really? should be fun. That would that'd be pretty fun. Lots of dancing. Those Lots hips don't dancing. lie. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Anymore. Thank you so much for uh, listening to the live version, if you're listening right now. Or not yet, computer. Computer is being hasty. Um, (laughs) Just wants to get to new music so badly. I know, I know, man. You know, it's it's just I I get you. Thanks, thanks, computer. Um, Where was I going with this? Thank you. Is all I'm saying. Um, Oh yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Right, right. We got the fabulous brother Derek on the show today. He'll be coming on air in just a few minutes. But of course, we got to first do some new music spinning. And um, I put up a few songs by different artists that have just recently released stuff on our Instagram story. And we've gotten a fun response from our audience. So I want to start off with two songs potentially that um, people voted for, but they don't have a huge, like, backstory of stuff coming with it mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll transition into the stuff that we want to talk about regarding like album release parties and just album releases and stuff after yeah. brother Derek leaves the studio so first by the one and only Tara Tara we have the song Lion's Mane um, Tara Tara is of course the band of Emily Blue and they took a bit of a hiatus while Emily Blue was um, doing her EP release and and doing her her tour with oh man i'm blanking on the name of the album right now but it's the one where she's like the phone oh 69 star 69 um but they're Uh. back i know it's a good one they're back and they're going to be doing some local shows in chicago starting in march so i want to give them a shout out and the the song that you guys voted for on our instagram story was lion's mane so how many uh, acts is she affiliated with because i feel like i see her in more than mm. just her own stuff and Tara that, Tara. Yeah. Um she or maybe she just I think she guests. Pops, yeah. Guests she guests with things. some people occasionally. But if you guys haven't heard her music, her solo stuff is incredible if you're really into pop and electronic kind of stuff. And here is her more rock styles. This is Lion's Mane on WRSE 887 FM. Oh 
that's that's a, a very short very short song. It's like a teaser, I think. Um, it's gonna. It was off of their 2019 EP, Couch Surfer, Kama Lover, and um, it's it's nice and chill. They're gonna be performing, like I said, more in the spring, and I believe they have some new music as well that's uh, slated to come out soon. So be on the lookout for Terra Terra if you like that kind of music. And of course, the other act that I wanted to uh, talk about really quickly is Spooktacular because they released an album, or sorry, not an album, a single mm-hmm. um, in January called January, of course. And they have been having a little bit of a rough time recently. I know that somebody stole their laptop about a month or two ago that had mixes of a lot of their songs on it. So they lost a lot of what they were initially working on thanks to some jerk who stole their laptop. So I highly, I'm sorry, you guys, that that happened to you, but they are trying to make a comeback out of it and release the stuff that they kind of still had saved. And I think January was one of the tracks they still had saved. So without further ado, very cool. this is January by Spooktacular. <laughs> Why do I 
that was Spooktacular song January, which you can find on Bandcamp. I was going to say all streaming platforms, but I do not think it is available on streaming yet. It is just available on Bandcamp, which by the way, if you guys are new to the local scene or new to like underground music in general, Bandcamp is always great um, because it's kind of like the new iTunes. You can buy the person's music. Mm-hmm and support them you know mm-hmm. more directly than just streaming them and the person gets like sense which is you know yeah. I mean you know we, we get it like streaming super convenient but if you like a band go to Bandcamp buy right. it off of their page because streaming only goes so far for correct like I made seven bucks yeah so far <laughs> off of just two songs nice oh you're a rich man I know <laughs> I bought a, a two and a half packs of gum <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, anyway, you can check them out on Bandcamp and also Facebook and Instagram. Spooktacular. They're they're fun, and we were just commenting on the fact that, despite their name, they're not as, as spooky as no, uh, not as, very spooky at all. No, they're great. They're wonderful, and I think they're more funky. They are. They are. Do you want to do one more new music, or since we're already running a little late, we'll just go straight into? Yeah, we can go straight into the. I mean, we'll we'll have some time after words to right, right. kind of go more in depth uh, of, of you know what we're listening to all right now yeah, let's do it then happening. so without further ado oh. it's okay while, while dan's setting up the live stream um derek you can move that microphone closer to you and we will welcome you on air to our lovely listeners hello so hello derek you are going as brother derek um as your artist name correct that's right so can you give us a quick little update on people who don't know who you are um what you what your music is kind of like as an artist uh i i came out of uh gosh i played in too many bands to count uh up until uh gosh roughly uh i'm i'm deciding right now whether mm-hmm. to give you the long version or the short version i um, guess try and do the short version we'll go into the more of the long stuff later in the interview for sure yeah it, it's uh after having sp- Played in a bunch of bands, mm-hmm. starting a family. Um, kids are now eight and ten years old. Um, I just uh, started up a little act to kind of dredge up some old songs that were um, I thought worth sharing, worth kind of learning, recording, performing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I actually took action on that and started performing them. Um, took them into the studio uh, just through a friend. Found. Uh, got hooked up with some guys who had run a studio down in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. uh, recorded them, uh, was pleased with the results and decided to package it up into an EP and mm-hmm. nice. uh, the rest as they say. <laughs> it's history. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, you have a new EP, Murder Night, which we'll be diving into in a little bit. But of course, this wouldn't be the Underbelly Hours without one of our... <laughs> <laughs> without an awkward, cringy game to break Yay! the ice. <laughs> uh, it's not so, always cringy. No, but it's. I think it's always fun. Yeah. Um, I, I, I try to say that, you know, we're revealing something about the artist through the game, but in reality, we <laughs> probably are, no, are not no. really. This is just a fun excuse. They're not very to, profound questions. No, no. But it's, but it's a fun time regardless. And uh, Brother Derek, because you are a solo act, we figured yes. uh, the, maybe a good game to play with you would be the game we're going to bring back from last month called Would You Band? Would You Band? Right. And the premise is we're going to ask you, we're going to give you um, scenarios of three band members 
and describe their personalities to you. And they're always going to be great players, but there's something about them that is a little off. A little ca- caveat. Yes. Caveat. 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 Whatever. Yes. yes. And but. basically, it'll be up to you to decide whether or not you would be in a band with this individual or not. And uh, it's always... Some of these might be a little bit based on people that we've met or, or people who yeah. have... Who have flamed out as band members in the past? No, not necessarily. But, um, oh, no, I based one <laughs> off of an old band member one time. I, I mean, I've, I've based some of them off of just stories I hear, though. There's a lot yeah. of interesting people in, in the music world, right? Right. We have a lot of connections, uh, you know, and sometimes these people hit us up, uh, you know, asking if, if we know of anybody who is looking for band members and stuff. Oh. So this guy, uh, he's he's been asking us yeah. for a while. This guy. Okay, let's try with the first one. Uh, his name is is Eddie. Okay. And uh, he's he's a flawless bass player, grooves like no other. Uh, maybe just the next uh, in line to Victor Wooten's. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, amazingness. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of a pedestal. A, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but he is very very deep into uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, like, a very, like, not based in science ones. So, uh, he's he's a flat earther. Um, hashtag space is fake. <laughs> all right? And uh, definitely into all the Bigfoot stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's one thing, you know, he's he's into this stuff, which I guess would be one thing if he was just simply into it and, and was his little hobby on the side. He's kind of but obsessed. He, but if he's into he's vintage kind of conspiracy theories, that's more interesting to me and more attractive than yeah. Oh, no, it's all, the, it's all the current stuff. It's oh. all current. And he'll talk to audience members about it after a show. Yeah. He'll just walk up to people as they're packing up and say, hey. Mm-hmm. And you. buy merch while they're at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, you know. Yeah, Is almost almost like a Jehovah's Witness, but yeah. with conspiracy theories. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> that being said, he's a great bass player. Amazing bass player. Would but, you uh, yeah, yeah, would you band up with this guy, Eddie? If if I were doing a Spinal Tap cover band, yes. <laughs> spinal Tap, okay. With the big bottom. Hey. All right. But given my uh, limited abilities with the, uh, the six-string guitar, uh, and I'm somewhat limited as a keyboard player, Two basses, just plus the, this voice, mm-hmm. too much. All mm. right, you're already bass player, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So we're passing on on flat Earth Eddie. Sorry, Eddie. Sorry. All right. Uh, this one person has been hitting you up yes. quite a lot. Adele. Yes. Um. So this guy's name is Steve, and he's a guitar player, which would probably complement your your act very well. Um. He's versatile in all of the genres on guitar, including jazz, classical pop, rock. He's very good. He can play fingerstyle. He's he's hitting all all the major points of guitar playing. However, he's also a big non-believer in any sort of chemicals being put on his body. So he never <laughs> uses deodorant. He also never wears cologne. And he rarely baths because he likes to save water and conserve uh, his his water bill for the month. Would you band? Hmm. Uh, given that I have a very, uh, you know, part part of it is being, I, uh, part of it is being male, I have a very limited sense of smell, so I can probably, <laughs> probably roll with it. 
I, I just noticed with my wife, it's like, yeah. can you smell that? And it's like, what, smell what? Uh-huh. Uh, it, it, do you get that at all, Dan? That's an interesting... Like, yeah, Dan. Uh, do you get... Like where it's like, oh, what smell what? what? What stinks? I don't know. I feel like my nose is a little bit more sensitive than most, yeah. I'd say. Uh, I, I pick up on scents and odors <laughs> uh, quite like swiffly. Oh, like a yeah. swiffer? Huh? No. <laughs> like a swiffer? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right. But, uh, just with, with the caveat, with the hopes that we can get to venues in which the band is far away far from away the audience. Enough. Right, yes, yes. As soon so you'd as probably, yeah. yeah. But you could work with it, cool. You yeah. you like Steve, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy, great guy, just... I can And a actually, uh, I already turned him down. You're actually mm-hmm. taking me back to memories of a guy who was like that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not going to name him. Yeah. Uh, super charming, uh, attractive guy that I noticed the, the women just flocked on him, but mm-hmm. I noticed the funk. <laughs> not, not the good I was funk. Like, well, maybe that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's something about that funk. <laughs> something yeah. about it. Hey, no. yeah, I guess there's also that. You know, maybe the, if the right kind of funk, you can get far. <laughs> anyway, all right. So Steve's in. The last one. Uh, right. So this Murphy. guy, M- Murphy. Yeah. Murph for short. Murphy. I like Murphy. <laughs> okay. Uh. Yeah, his name's Murphy, and have you ever, uh, you're familiar with Whose Line Is It Anyways? A little bit. Do you know the improv game where they can only respond with questions? A little bit, If they answer anything, as a matter of fact, they're out? Well, this seems to be a condition that Murphy actually has, and he can't turn it off. He only speaks in questions and answers with questions, and... And never, it's always a question mark at the end of his phrase. Right. It's never, a, never a period. And we suspect that he's able to talk normally, but because of his, I don't know, philo- philosophical yeah, attitude toward life and mm-hmm. his determination to find out the most that he can out of life, he just always asks questions as a form of dialogue. So, would you band with <laughs> Mr. Murphy, the multi-question man? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I, as a corporate attorney, um, I, I encounter that behavior from time to time, varying <laughs> degrees of uh, prosecutorial aggression, where, uh, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a defense mechanism, I think, for some attorneys where um, uh, people come at you with all these questions and, you you know, you like, you um, come back with a bunch of questions yourself to kind of clarify what the issues are, and in a way, because you're extremely busy, you kind of put them off on that project while you deal with the next 37 questions so right, right, right. Um, that's a long-winded way of saying uh definitely maybe definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <laughs> definitely. a perfect perfect <laughs> response from mr murphy all right cool 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 thank you for indulging us in our little our little game and again all in good fun if you guys actually you know what let's let's ask this question to the audience if you guys have any funny stories of people please don't name names but um if you have any funny stories of people that you'd like us to add to our game feel free to comment on our facebook page or instagram with suggestions you have because this is a newer game you know we're still developing it um so let us know what you think and with that being said let's move on to your ep murder night and let's start with something that maybe uh we can play a little bit and then talk about afterwards so so uh smelly steve can get a a whiff of what he might be playing. <laughs> yes, a whiff of what he might be playing. Uh, which <laughs> which song on this EP do you think is a good 
introduction to your sound? What's like typical Brother Derek sound? That's the that's a burning question because it's um I have a long history of kind of um I don't know for lack of a better word indecisiveness about what sound I even <laughs> want. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit actually less eclectic than I've been in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, played in before the family. Uh, played in a band called Recent Photo that was all over the place, like everything from drum machine driven stuff to um, uh, like dance, dancey ish mm-hmm. type stuff to just straight pop rock to mm-hmm. um, dirgy uh, power chord. I'm not going to say metal, but. Right. Um, but I think, uh, God, what would be a good off of this one? I think kind of the middle ground uh, would be the. Uh, middle song called trite endorsement which is uh i don't know why it's called that well. hell if i know <laughs> um, but it's it's yeah it's kind of uh, uh slightly uh uh what's uh, I'll, I'll remember the the influence yeah. you know after it plays let's, let's play the song give you a chance to think this is trite endorsement by brother Derek, and you're listening to the underbelly hours on wrse 88.7 fm
they've still lost. Already. The bulls are awful. <laughs> and that's what you need to know from our Sports behind the scenes. Sports talk with the underbelly hours. <laughs> discussion. Coming at you. On Super Bowl Sunday, talking about <laughs> basketball. That's true. Uh, well, that last song you heard, everybody, was Trite Endorsement by Brother Derek from his latest EP, Murder Night, which you can find on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, all the things. All the things, all right? The, all the, the standard The standard. Platforms. Yes, the standard platforms. It's a very, very fun kind of 80s sounding, I think. Yeah, like, you nice. know. EP, it's it's got some really interesting vibes. So let's start from before we get too much into. You should definitely reach out to the Stranger Things uh, season four. <laughs> right, yeah, right. producers to get to get, get on that. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Sit them up, be like, hey, got a hot new track. Yeah. All right, while they're fighting. No spoilers though. I, I dropped out. Like I, I somehow flaked out after season one. Or oh no, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it good ever since then? Yeah, I, I, I'd yeah, say. I, I, I'm rewatching it all right uh-huh. now. Well. I'm on oh, season three that again. That means it's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's more for I'm catching somebody else up. Um, oh. So I'm watching it with them. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I forgot because I used to think season two was better mm-hmm. than season three. Mm-hmm. But now rewatching, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Season two. Yeah. I, I, I have mm. to say I enjoyed it greatly all of, all three seasons. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. But if I had to pick, I'm liking. The vibe that season three has more than right. season two and you know watching it all over again mm-hmm. that's just dan's hot take Dan's hot take on stranger uh, things yep um, there we go current yeah and that that kind of segs into something i was going to talk about at some point was uh-huh. um, uh 80s right mm-hmm. um just a few weeks ago i did some tracking with a band that i feel has a very strong 80s um like a guy who's in a band that i think has a strong 80s thing going on they're called mm-hmm. pixel grip <gasps> pixel i've heard grip. of them before i'm following them on instagram in the hopes that we can get them on our show sometime soon yes I'll, pixel I'll, grip i'll, I'll yes. put in a word because uh yeah um and it's only really kind of um uh, i would call it family connections uh-huh um that i know the guy um and uh, i became a fan maybe last maybe a year or so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of their um 80s sensibility um music? uh dance pop goth disco kind of stuff mm-hmm. um, and had a track that had been kind of sitting there for a long time uh, that needed some um, uh, needed the treatment if you okay. will and uh, he was willing to work with me and we uh, got some tracking done I'm nice. excited to get it out I don't know if it'll be under this banner of the brother Derek banner that uh-huh. or, or, or not sort of so is it is it one of your tunes then that you guys are working on together or one mm-hmm. of their tunes oh cool yeah. cool cool yeah. cool Fun. Um, and he uh, he gave it the treatment yeah. um, uh, it did yeah, so far I'm I'm pretty excited about it. it sounds uh-huh. pretty cool. So cool. Well, be on the lookout for that when we when that drops. Um, but since we're talking about '80s stuff, let's maybe start from from there. Um, both Dan and I agree that at least for us, it sounds like there's some influences in the '80s um, from this album here. I'm not sure if it's if it's like the slightly synthesizer thing going on or or what. But what are some of your influences, or what were some of your influences going into specifically this EP? Because you mentioned that you are somebody who's dabbled in a lot of different genres so maybe mm-hmm. asking for your influences in general will be hard because i'm sure you have a lot of them yeah, that's a good way to do it um <laughs> so what were some of your influences going into murder night the recording progress of it yeah what i think probably easiest to break it down song by song okay um, yeah i would i would say the first one has kind of a uh 
that's that's a, that's maybe the toughest one because it was um, uh, the influence kind of um, the way it was done mm-hmm. uh, was more dictated by the producers than me. Um, hmm. The uh, the producers I worked with were, uh, and I met through a, a close friend of the uh, the guys who were on this. There's a there's a guy who's in a band called Margo and the Nuclear So and Sos. <laughs> that's a great name. <laughs> Um, the, their heyday was more uh, 2003 to 8-ish. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he and uh, another guy named Alex Kershaval, mm-hmm. who fronts this like a cult band, that kind of a re- revived cult band called Coven. Okay. And those two guys run a studio called Postal Recording down in Indianapolis. And uh, just on the fly, I was like, like I said earlier, I was um, had a bunch of songs. I was ready to get, get back on the train. And... Uh, um, uh, met this guy at a party and we talked about it. He said, yeah, I know. I, I said I was looking for an, a multi-instrumentalist to help me put the songs together. Right, yeah. He hooked me up with those guys and uh, that was the first one kind of out of the blocks that we worked on. And uh, This is DeKalb County, by the yes, people yes. listening at home. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was it was just kind of hard to put a finger on what the influence was. I would I would say kind of like the, the melodic line is more Cure, mm-hmm. I would say. Okay, okay. Um, uh, you see in the Beatles, the cure, the kind of the dum 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 yeah. kind of thing going on, uh-huh. and uh, uh, that that was in place in like the mid '90s already. That as far as songwriting wise, mm-hmm. even the, the concept, the DeKalb County concept, which is kind of a tale of two cities thing, like <laughs> yeah. Chicago versus DeKalb. Uh-huh. Um, Have you ever considered? You know what I was thinking when I was listening to that song in particular is it sounds like it's like a prelude to a bigger work about DeKalb. Have you ever considered? Writing something that's like more Dude, about like your, your suburban experience, Stevens-ish yeah, kind of thing yeah. I mean, it just I yeah, yeah. Sufjan Stevens great. It, it kind of it does reminisce about like kind of it, it has that that feeling. I don't know how to yeah, put that into yeah. words, and I, but and it um it I finished it maybe in the fa- past five years. I don't remember when. Like mm-hmm. kind of adding a little more uh, middle section to it, but um it. Uh, the rustic kind of feel to it and I, I kind of refer to it as more as like a, a, a theme like mm-hmm. a rustic theme or something like that as opposed to a full song it's not it doesn't go middle eight and etc right right yeah um, but it um, uh, I think the the producers those guys Alex and Tyler kind mm-hmm. of set the vision and uh, I don't know if I was even thinking to do the old uh, um, uh, 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 what would you call it um, uh, Tarantino kind of thing going on. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't didn't walk in like this is what it's got to sound like. It was more them. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, but that was the first song that you worked out in the album. Exactly. Yeah. So did that have an influence then in how the rest of the songs felt as well? Because I think all of them kind of do have a similar theme of Tarantino's interesting. Yeah, it has a little flavor Tarantino kind of noir mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. kind of flavoring to it. So did it come from? DeKalb County or was that already something you were trying to work into your other songs? Um, the, the approach this time was uh, uh-huh. trust. I just kind of threw the, I just <laughs> went in with the bare bones, um, yeah, yeah, just yeah. the bass, the vocal um, and after DeKalb County went well, I was like you know, I, I knew that Alex um, Kercheval went did an extremely difficult project which was, um, mm-hmm. he was approached at some point by um, a local down in Indianapolis um, named uh, uh, I'm trying to remember her name, but she was the front woman of the '60s band Coven. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and their their claim to fame is they they invented the rock horns. You know, they were no like way. the original cult band. That uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, I, th- I think there was a 
there was a guy in the band named uh, I don't know if his name was Ozzy Osbourne or something like that. But there was some um, yeah 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 they, they were like the occult band back then. Yeah. And um, at some point he got a call from Europe, like yeah <laughs> um, no a call no she did the, the front woman. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know why her name escapes me. I mean, I, I Jinx Dawson. Okay. I uh, got the call from Europe, like, we want you to play a festival. It was like Belgium or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here's this big, uh, you know, big 16, money thing, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. offer. So she scrambled and f- somehow got hold of this guy, Alex, to put the band together. Mm-hmm. And between um, working with him on, uh, I knew that he would be a good, like, construction type guy, like, mm-hmm. get all the parts set and put it together. Um, so between that and then my friend recommending him that he's like he's a genius like multi-instrumentalist guy I just decided to trust him and just throw it at him and he has all these vintage instruments and everything (laughs) that you you hear all these little treatments in there Uh it wasn't me yeah it was all Alex cool 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 well you know since we're talking so much about DeKalb County I know that we normally talk a little bit longer before we spin another song but let's let's talk let's spin that song because it's a short song and I want listeners to kind of have it in their heads right after we discussed it in depth. So here's DeKalb County, my brother Derek. Let me take you down, down to DeKalb County. Let me make you down, down to DeKalb County. Let me take you down, let me shake you down. Sorry, I'm <laughs> DeKalb, DeKalb County. County. Yeah, I think I say yeah. it wrong. I say it. Do you say the, DeKalb or the DeKalb? first time you said it, you said DeKalb, and I was about to. All right. I was about to scold you a bit. Well, I say DeKalb because. Yeah, yeah. The way that I, yeah, yeah. Brother Derek says in the song is DeKalb. The improper pronunciation by me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, um, it was anyway. So I hope that you guys basically hear what we were kind of talking about earlier with with a little prelude nature of, of this song. I think it's really fun and, and really, even though it's so short, it, it sticks out it, as mm-hmm. something that's kind of got like a, a very original stamp on it, you know? So it's fun. Um, and we talked about your process a little bit with finding the studio where you recorded the EP. Um, and let's, I guess, keep going with, with, with the EP stuff then. So you got there started playing your songs you put your blind trust in this producer mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. fill out the rest of it did you have 
chords written when you arrived at the studio? Because I know you're a bass player, or did you just have the bass line and voice kind of written out? Or what's your what's your general songwriting process look like? Yeah, it's mainly just bass and voice. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, uh, and part of it is kind of a a weed out technique because I feel like if it can stand up as like a, just a straight bass line and a voice, then it, mm-hmm. you know, if, then it's strong enough to run with. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, it's like I, I notice that with like songs that I like to cover, and um, uh-huh. they tend to be uh, uh, like I'll do "Rainy Days" and "Mondays" by the Carpenters or something like that. But it's just mm-hmm. it does has enough twists and turns that it's like doesn't need anything else yeah. doesn't have to have anything else to be enjoyable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's that's uh yeah no chords okay so did you when you were arrived at the studio then what was it like working with the producer to create those chords or did he just create the chords and you kind of had no say in it or how, how did how that relationship work yeah i think it, the main process was they had a local uh drummer they're yeah. kind of a speed dial guy <laughs> um i met him the first time and uh they introduced me to him a guy named wade Parrish. he's a jobber type guy down in indianapolis um turns out he's really good he's, a, he's now a good buddy um and he um uh i think i'm pretty sure the process is just the producers will listen to what like me and the drummer kind of working out the rhythm section mm-hmm. and uh as part of the process the iterative process mm-hmm. of it and uh getting the the you know stops and starts right you know that we'll start going mm-hmm. for those guys and i think they um uh you know just having encountered even just an hour's time they they started to be like mm, I, I hear you know a uh uh i don't know a pedal steel or what they'll they'll, they'll right, hear right. this instrumentation or that mm-hmm. and uh it's part of this guy's just talented you know kind of figuring out what to add on to it and what is uh mm-hmm. uh what's good to add on versus too much you know trying to avoid excess at the same time yeah yeah and i thought on most of the songs it got the balance right i thought mm-hmm. um that's that's really interesting process kind of because it 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 really highlights how much trust you had to put in these guys to mm-hmm. to do their their job right quote unquote right um and live do you always play it then with a bass and just vocals as well or have you ever experimented with you know what we were kind of joking about earlier the the band name the band member game or whatever have you had band members join you for live yeah, shows yeah and then the band that uh, for which you showed that cover art that was a mm-hmm. like a um four piece band kind of classic rock and roll ish lineup <laughs> um and i'm i'm kind of gingerly you know slower too slow basically not i'm personally you know slapping my wrist i'm not showing enough initiative to reassemble the band but i've actually uh mm-hmm. started working with a buddy for uh maybe the past month and a half um who's gonna at least turn it into a duo thing he's like a guitarist and nice. doing a little nice. bit of backing vocals and um i have a little uh thing i've been starting to use he's pulling out he's pulling out a pulling mystery out instrument do, do, do. show and tell oh yeah. what's that show and tell whoa um, show our show our live stream with what that is yeah and then explain is, uh, to people because i i don't know a, <laughs> yeah this the, the whatever this thing fell off of that side but it'd ordinarily be there uh-huh. but it's a, a porch board and i think a, a company i think it's in wisconsin or something like that uh-huh. I, I picked up on the existence of this thing but um you basically uh you can tap your foot on it and it makes like a bass drum oh, so you don't have to like fun. thumb or like hit the uh the instrument the acoustic instrument so i've been starting to do a little bit of that like just to kind of give it a mm-hmm. you know a little that's party. the momentum right yeah. and it's that's convenient because you don't have to bring like a, a big old exactly. bass drum <laughs> yep. to show you just have that little 
it's it looks for people who aren't seeing the live stream i'm trying to think about what it looks like like a like a board but like it has it has two metal uh steel rods on the other on each side of it so it's i don't know it's 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 funky looking it's it interesting almost looks like the top part of a crutch yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Well put, oh my well put. God. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> there we go. There we go. If you guys are interested in seeing what that looks like, of course, underbellyhours.com. On, or sorry, underbellyhours on Facebook.com. Yeah. Forgot to get Live the advanced stream. sponsorship on this thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. So it's slowly building up components then to, to your exactly. Live show yeah. is kind of and uh, getting a drummer involved in any project is always the biggest challenge, and I. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, uh, although you know, there are some that will play in a dozen bands, and it's not a big deal. But I, I just haven't, you know, taken the initiative there on, on that mm-hmm. front yet. Um, but hope to this year. Nice. Do you ever see yourself uh, broadening even more your your solo setup, where you know you get the loop station and you get all these auxiliary Ooh, instruments that you start throwing question. in there? Bass loops. <gasps> yeah. That's where, for whatever reason, I I've just had. I, I'm just resistant to looping for whatever reason. It's stupid. It's, uh-huh. it's irrational and probably uh, shooting myself in the foot, but I just, for whatever reason, I don't go there. It's like uh, I'm willing to do the porch board and take away the job of a of a drummer, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but for whatever reason, it just doesn't feel right somehow. I, I, yeah. Just for me, um, I've seen it done brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, guys in town like, have you, get, have you ever had Henry Garrity in here? No, but mm-hmm. he's. I've seen him live um, at a house show, and he's on. I have like we have a running list of people we want to ask, so uh, he's he's on that list for sure. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he's um, uh, an example of it done super well, right? Right, right, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I just maybe at some point I'll do it, but I just you know this maybe just some laziness there with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, it's it's difficult yeah. for sure to coordinate all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of bringing it back home a little bit to Murder Night, and also, I guess, any other... This question doesn't have to be in the context of Murder Night. It could be just within your whole discography, but since you have played most of your shows as just voice and bass, what of your original tunes do you find is kind of most engaging for the audience or most fun to play live with when you're just doing like a solo show of your own? That's a good question. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously, I, I imagine a ballad might be a little harder to to sing um, at a live setting with just a bass in it. But maybe I'm wrong. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just curious, leaving it up to you. That's a that's a diff- interesting. Because uh, I that's that's I, dating back all the way to open mic nights. I've <laughs> I have a long history of being really indecisive. Like I'll I'll be up there like uh, uh, name is called and I'll be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do I play? Because it's like um, I, uh, the mood mood on what to play shifts so much but um uh-huh. as far as fun to play mm-hmm. uh I, 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 i'm kind of getting flashbacks to open mic nights where um yeah there's some that aren't aren't released yet that i think uh, mm-hmm. are you talking about one on on this well uh, i guess i was i was gonna segue into a song that we could spin by you um but if you want to also give plugs to something that you are wanting to release soon you can also talk about that, but also, but like, hopefully, we can end with a song that you have out right now, so we can, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of tie things up. 
Oh, like uh, you were talking about this particular. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say uh, I, probably on this one, pro the most fun for me would be the second track. Okay. Um, is it nothing but nothing? Mm -hmm. um, just because it's, I, I actually have at least a few songs of this ilk where uh, um, I'm just complaining about having to work too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's, it's cathartic and, you know, maybe the, uh, my enjoyment of, the catharsis maybe rubs off a little bit so mm -hmm. yeah okay cool cool and then just so we know too what 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 were you going to say that um is fun to play that's not on murder night you were alluding to something before like oh uh it would be um yeah it's been so long uh, it's like i would have to like do 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 okay. through the whole thing to get to the chorus to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to even remember but um it's one of the the songs it's like a lot of the songs like i was mentioning like the um uh, uh the Cobb county was mostly done in the 90s and finished up this decade mm -hmm. uh, it's one of those songs that was uh i started decades ago and just kind of built on it and mm -hmm. it's a super long process and finally finished in the mid 2000s <laughs> yeah no that's um, fair yeah. cool all right well let's go with nothing but nothing and if you guys look this up on soundcloud there's a fun <laughs> picture of a mug that says rise and shine mother cluckers and it's a little rooster and he's roosting out and it's appropriate because of the context of, of work and everything that we were talking about so here's nothing but nothing by brother Derek on WRSC 88.7 FM Oh, 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 oh,
do nothing a fun last yeah, use of pan like right ending. there <laughs> i heard that just like jump from the, th the right hand speaker to the left just and it landed in the left that was fun that was nothing but nothing by brother derek which you can find on spotify nope can you find it on spotify yes yes you can ha i was right spotify apple music soundcloud all the usual places and um i believe dan you had a question to ask i brother did derek. have a question right. my time <laughs> to Inquiry. Uh, Inquire? In <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, not, yeah. I do that to you. <laughs> now getting it back is. Yes. Sweet uh, vengeance. It feels uh, like bad and good at the same time. <laughs> it's like, I'm like Palpatine. Just like, yes. Oh, yeah. Do it. Feed into the hate. Oh no! Okay, wait. Okay. Well, now I feel okay. We anyway. might get my son to listen to this with the Palpatine yeah. reference. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> uh, to the all right. Um, what was it gonna? Oh yeah. Uh, so you were saying a, a lot of these songs were actually conceived in the the '90s, and you kind of let them uh, ferment a bit and finish marinate. them. I like the word marinate better. <laughs> sorry, whose question is this? <laughs> okay, sorry. You go for it. <laughs> Uh, thanks. <laughs> Marinate. Uh, just popped in my head. I think that's a better word. And uh, you finish them in the, the 2000s-ish and, and recorded them. Uh, so I was wondering, one, uh, what was that like doing that, uh, going back to them and trying to finish them after so long? And then uh, if you have had any new ideas recently that uh, you're trying to finish or just collecting like stockpiling ammo per se yeah yeah i have uh i i'm finding um at some point maybe uh, when i was trying to get going with the songwriting again I, I was like oh well maybe i'm creatively dead you know maybe this is over it was nice but it's over mm -hmm. but then i started feeling you know with the um the process of doing this putting this ep together i'm starting getting, getting some more ideas um amassed and uh uh and but I, although I feel like ideas coming, coming in, um, I just haven't had the time, uh, just with family duties and yeah. the intense job, right? Um, to really take them all the way to finish, on top of, um, kind of polishing off all the old songs, which are, um, there's quite an accumulation of them. I've got, uh, gosh, maybe thirty or more songs, just kind of sitting around that mm. uh, to dust off and work on. 
um, that are in a similar spot where it's uh, they're uh, even with the progression of time and new stuff coming out. I feel they're still worth kind of exploring yes. and seeing what, how they sound. Um, uh, preferably with a uh, uh, you know a twenty year old producer who can give it a modern spin. I was mm-hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> but I but yeah I I think. Um, uh, I feel like the process, like if I had more time, more uh, uh, maybe a different lifestyle, um, could still be kind of adding to it and kind of building the overall a little bit. But uh, the main focus has been uh, kind of cherry picking uh, songs from the past and working on them. And once I feel like I've kind of gotten that out of the the uh, the, the pipe, mm-hmm. um, then uh, I think the focus will shift to that. Do you? Uh do you try and get when going back to these songs that you got do you try and go back into the same mind state or listen to it um do you have them like recorded anywhere or do you just have them stored in your memory and then you root them out yeah i think uh but maybe half of them are just memory mm-hmm. um that are written lyrics and then uh some of them are really roughly recorded um some of my early releases that i i would call it an ep um and they would be harshly reviewed as like uh you know, this sounds like a this suspiciously like has a sp- suspicious whiff of a product and its mm. uh, project and its early stages of development. Like I would give like basically demos and say, "Hey, here's my EP," and mm-hmm. when I didn't know better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, there, there's some of those, and then really rough recordings of other stuff. And but most of them are um, uh, the ones that uh, I feel have been kind of kept alive and worthy of still working on, or just memory. Mm. Nice. So when you recall them, do you try and well, does the just the recalling by itself kind of get you into the same headspace that you originally were when writing them or uh, coming up with the ideas? Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And some are different. That like I mentioned, uh, this group of uh, the Murder Night recordings are more just bass and vocal. Here you go, run, go to town with it. Mm-hmm. There's others that are more along the spectrum of where I have compl- all the parts like already, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm less inclined to take it to these particular guys. You know, just because uh, I don't know, maybe it's just. I, I, I sense that maybe there'd be a little resistance to me just saying, yeah, you got to play this and you got to play that. And you, gotta play. Yeah. you know, I, I, uh, I don't know if it's um, just respect or something like that of these guys. Like, I just don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of set aside. And for uh, I might do those in a different situation where maybe I bring in other participants yeah. in, in a band type thing and you do feel comfortable telling them hey play this play uh, that um, <laughs> yeah. hypocritically no but i uh yeah i don't know um that's a good question actually because i think uh yeah that's a question to be answered i guess <laughs> yeah. cool, cool. can't play them all at once but unless i have that looper we were talking about right? just one more reason you should like into it Basically, yeah yeah um i really quickly want to ask about um so you mentioned that your your kids are eight and ten now Mm -hmm. i've have you noticed they them starting to to dabble a little into Mm -hmm. music yet or you know are you trying to encourage that at all or play have them play with you if they are you know a little bit but they're not quite there yet i was i was also a late bloomer i um uh, I did the uh, sawing on the cello thing, stuff, um, cello. all the way back to third or fourth grade. And then um, when I was in, uh, I think, junior high, I distinctly remember in eighth grade, I think I just flaked out with it. And the music teacher was chasing me all over the place. And right. he, he, he was he was the guy who kind of like I credit with me doing music is uh-huh. uh, 
he said, you've got talent, you got to do this. And he was super encouraging. And I was like, all right. Mm -hmm. And then got into it and then eventually kind of had a, um, for high school, you know, a, a serious high schoolish career, you know, like uh, mm -hmm. played for the DuPage Youth Symphony. Nice. Um, okay, cool. And uh, like chaired the pit orchestra and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. it was, um, uh, yeah, and I and just basically turned that cello sideways into bass mode and didn't look back, you know. That's the fun part. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the fun part. You can treat it like a guitar then too. It has like nice, rich, bassy chords. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Yeah, I like when yeah. you do that. Yeah, it's fun. It's like, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. it actually sounds to, really nice. I do that. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Yeah, no, I was just curious. But in, in the future, do you think that, um, do they look like they're potentially interested in, in? I think so. My daughter, maybe more so. My um, mm -hmm. my son is more of a. I mentioned the Star Wars thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Perfect. Gamer Star Wars dude. Okay. And then uh, the daughter has. There's. I can sort of see it, but it's um. Uh, I'm not seeing uh, what I remember doing. Like I, I remember mm -hmm. just um, holding up for hours with like a record player and just being like, Ooh. yeah, like really like just just can't stop you know yeah obsessing okay. about it and uh, i've been obsessing ever since so i'm not seeing the you know the um that level of them yeah. gravity but you never know i mean it's like uh uh it could be just something they spin into later and mm -hmm. i think you it it uh, goes a lot better when you want to do it you yeah. know even like uh, even the the cello thing um it was an extent where i was a little bit just by the numbers i wasn't as into it as when I started doing bass and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. figuring that out. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Cool beans. Um, do you have any other projects in the works as we head towards the end of this interview? Anything else that you want to display on air here? or? Yeah, uh, well, I think um, uh, that uh, uh, gothic disco-ish 80 thing, I, I don't mm -hmm. know what label to put on. Yeah, it, yeah. but um it's Doesn't a little work. bit it's a little <laughs> bit unfinished business kind of thing with this recent photo project because mm -hmm. it was one of the um we did a couple of the tracks um one of them on there that's called on that recent photo cd called love my keyboard um <laughs> was kind of that we used to perform that um as a like a karaoke style nice um and uh the uh, there was another track um the one that that we worked on mm -hmm. um that uh, is the kind of the the other one we used to do Mm -hmm. um, that I'm uh, working on, kind of getting the, getting the treatment on. Okay. So there's there's that. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and uh, so keeping so people should be keeping an eye out on you and Pixel Grip, right, for for that project. Yes, actually. yeah. Okay, um, cool. And uh, the guy the guy's name is Jonathan Freund. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be like a FEAT period kind of. Yeah, yeah. To what extent it's going to be that, or whether uh -huh. he. Um, I think it's more likely to be him ch kind of putting on his producer shirt and right. doing, you know, calling it a production of his. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but it was fun to work with him on that. And uh, we, uh, I actually been down back, back down to Postal Recording just uh, two, three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago. Cool, cool. Um, again, for another track, and uh, we're mixing that down. And um, so at least did, did our, turned in our homework for 2020 mm -hmm. so far. And <laughs> the rest is icing. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. so if people want to figure out, you know, follow your, your journey and see what else you're putting out, where can they find you, your stuff? Um, I would say um, probably uh, the, the Brother Derek profile up on uh, on the FB. <laughs> um, I think on Instagram uh, where I am Brother Derek is the, the at on mm -hmm. that one. And then um, we're 
I set up a Twitter, but I do nothing with it. <laughs> As we all do. Right. Yeah. 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 Musicians can't really find much to do with Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, and then just the the usual platforms. I'm I've been meaning to do the the Bandcamp thing, but uh, mm-hmm. I've been a little too lazy for that. Mm-hmm. It's it's worth it's worth doing if if you if you have a chance. Um, cool. So let's 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 leave our audience with one more song by you. This could be on Murder Night, or it could be a different song. Show this to the live feed one more time. Yeah. Because I opened it, and now you can see that. Nice, 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 nice. So you, we can do um, something from Murder Night, maybe perhaps the title track Murder Night, or yeah, yeah, yeah. We may as well. Yeah, I think uh, I think you might have played the other one previously. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, we yeah. Did. So do do the um, get ready, uh, brace yourself for some power chords nice nice and thank you so much for joining us brother derek it's been a pleasure and good luck with all your projects it sounds like there's some fun stuff in the works yes yeah and a show coming up in a couple weeks at montrose saloon february 21st Mm -hmm. february 21st and what time is that 9 p.m 9 p.m is that part of the monday night series there or it's a friday it's a friday okay so then it's gonna be ticketed or uh i think five bucks five bucks oh it's not bad at all five bucks on the 21st get over there get over there (laughs) And see Brother Derek live. We are leaving you with a uh, with a compatriot. It's going to be a duo this time. So. Oh, yeah. nice. Yep. Sorry. I'm are, you gonna, are you going to bring the? Uh, yes. The so a trio. Make okay. that trio <laughs> fake drummer too. Nice, nice. There we go. So this. What's is that thing called again? Sorry. Porch board. <laughs> okay. Porch board. Porch board. Porch board. All right. All right. Are we, are we ready for murder night? Yeah. Murder night. Yeah. This is murder <laughs> night by Brother Derek on.
Together, not the 
that last song you heard last two songs where you heard were both by brother Derek who was just in the studio a few minutes ago the tunes were murder night followed by common bond and if you like the sounds of that type of music you can find it on soundcloud spotify apple music all of the usual places and if you missed our great. interview i like those vibes yeah i i do too i think i think what you said earlier um in the interview with him was valid where he should ask should i ask, mean why hey, not uh, stranger things season four yeah come Want on it on there support on the your chicago chicago musicians i don't know it could be fun you know so in any case if you missed any part of that interview and would like to listen to it again you can do so starting tomorrow morning because thanks to ox audio we are able to put this live radio show on spotify and all those other podcasting platforms mm-hmm. so check it out and this is the time of the day where we talk about local shows happening around here and the suburbs in general i don't know do you want to do you want to start dan or should i start well i don't i don't have uh much it looks like Okay, so you, you so, let's do you last, and I have a few for Tuesday and Thursday that I want to quickly. Yeah, I don't even have anything out. going on there. Oh, Oops, well, guess what? If you guys, <laughs> if y'all are free on a Tuesday night and want to see a free show with Esther, Rebel Wild, and Microcosms, y'all can head on down to Crown Liquors on Milwaukee Avenue. It's going to be a free twenty-one plus show that evening. It is not even that bit much of a late one. I mean, normally Crown, Crown Liquor shows, I feel like, go pretty late. But because it's a weeknight, it starts at 8 p.m. and it goes only till 11. So fun times if you want to do something in the middle of your week. There's also, if I can figure out a way to X out. There we go. Thanks, Facebook. There's also going to be a show on Thursday night at the Uncommon Ground. In fact, it is going to be a weekly showcase for all of February about love songs 
with jazz and singer-songwriters on those Thursday nights. Um, so starting on Thursday, February 6th at 7 p.m., there is Hannah Frank with Robin Watson. On the 13th, there is Robin Lee Garber along with Hannah Frank again. And 2.20 is Hannah Frank and Linda Solter. Uh, Hannah Frank will, of course, since I mentioned her name so many times, is going to be like the resident artist of the month there. But if you like love songs and kind of, you know, more funny types of songs, it's going to be everything from emotional love songs to kind of funny love songs to just downright sad love songs. Check it out at Uncommon Ground. And the last bit, last two bits I wanted to shout out before we talk about them on our social media page is the winter block party 2020 at the metro it's a show from 12 p.m to 10 p.m featuring a bunch of artists uh it doesn't say how many uh confirmed artists include britney cater cash era mental giants and more and it's family friendly and free and the last one is something i think dan has on his calendar as well. The only thing. The only thing, which is the uh, the. Oh, I guess I got. I mean, uh, hmm? my band's playing Friday night. Oh, St. Charles. Okay. When? That's cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thought I'd throw that in there. Seven p.m. at the Alibi in St. Charles. Nice. It's a free show, so All yeah. Right. If you're St. Charles peeps, come out and uh, have a bev with us. But the 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 better show <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> Uh, is definitely um, this album release show from a band that, that was just on a, yes. a little while ago. Uh, the Weekend Run Club. Whoa. Whoa. Who are they with? What? Uh, who are they with? I was going to Okay. They're with Violet Crime, August Hotel, and Splits. It's a whole lot of indie, pop, rock, punk vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, it's gonna be a energetic. Ener- well, I can't say words. Energetic night at the Beat Kitchen at seven thirty p.m. Doors are at seven thirty. The show's at eight. It's also seventeen plus. And we're talking about it because earlier today we did a little bit of a survey on our face, not Facebook, Instagram story, where we asked you guys what songs you would want to hear from both Tiny Kingdoms and Weekend Run Club's recent releases. And we'll play them right now. So Weekend Run Club, we asked if you guys would rather play, I uh, rather we play Always or Never. And the winner is Always at 75% to Never 25%. So let's start with that one. Here is Always by... Uh, oh, by the Weekend Run Club. You're listening to WRSE 88.7 FM. Thank you, Dan. You're, you're welcome. Already been sung on pages 
from trees from before you were young The years before I was born The years I'll be left with when you are gone So that last song you heard was Always by the Weekend Run Club. And that was the song that won our little, uh, it wasn't even a contest. It was just like a poll that we put on our Facebook or Instagram story about which song you wanted to hear from their latest release. And it's from their latest release, right? It's called Zoo. You guys can listen to the full thing on all streaming platforms now. And we highly encourage you guys attend the album release show at Beat Kitchen next week. Um, and really quickly, Dan and I were talking about... Uh, this album in general behind the scenes here and we both really like this song in particular always it's it feels it's it's definitely indicative of i think a slightly new direction compared to their old ep um still obviously within that kind of 
poppy rock, uh, slightly emo-y thing um, that they have going on. But it's, I, I really like what they did with with the development of the tune. Yeah, how it starts in the beginning and how it ends. You know, it's really definitely like the ending. It's really fun. Kind of gives me a uh, mm-hmm. well, Chris's old band, someone in two cities, mm-hmm. that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, only like maybe. 10 people that listen would will get that reference but uh um also what are they called uh oh no oh no oh no uh i don't know oh no i'm, I'm forgetting the name <laughs> of the band that i just thought of ah uh, two-door cinema club oh yeah i could see that i could the see end. that for them mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. And the other song uh, that we should probably mention right now, because we also put it on our poll, was Tiny Kingdoms released a two-song EP. One song is Rose Go. Rose, I can't talk anymore at this point in the night. My mouth is too dry. Rose Gold or Coasting. And uh, you guys picked Coasting. That was a 60 to 40 vote. And Tiny Kingdoms is also one of the bands who's going to be playing at the album release party next week in Beat Kitchen, so check it out.
everyone, and that song you just heard was by Tiny Kingdoms, the song Coasting, and um, I made a mistake, I have to admit. When I first introduced this song, they are not playing with the Weekend Run Club at the Beat Kitchen on February 7th. I'm sorry, guys. That was my fault. Um, August Hotel was who I was thinking of, not Tiny Kingdoms. But you can still check out the Tiny Kingdoms EP, Rose Gold slash coasting on Spotify and all those cool streaming platforms you youngsters use nowadays, you know. <laughs> anyway, wow. anyway, sorry, sorry. Okay, <laughs> the last song that we also wanted to give a quick shout out to was by The Jab. Um, the Jab. Yes, yes, yes. And The Jab have been on the studio. They were the first episode this year, I believe. Yeah, they were. They were. They- broke in uh, their live studio room, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. acoustic room or whatever you want to call that thing. Yep, yep. And they sounded fantastic. And they, of course, are coming out with a album called Consume, releasing February 4th, so just in two days. But before that, they uh, decided to release a single or two. They played, we already played the one that they released um, at the end of 2019, Riot. But just recently, they released a song called Dank Mississippi. And I haven't listened to it yet, so I'm excited to hear it for the first time right now. Have you listened to it yet, Dan? No. No. So it's going to be a first time for both of us. Uh, I remember them just briefly talking about this when they came on air and the fact that they filmed the music video in a church. And they tried to, you know, channel and do their research on a bunch of different southern blues kind of rock styles before recording this song. So let's take a listen. This is Dank Mississippi.
And that was Dank Mississippi, the radio edit that <laughs> you can find off of Jab's Spotify playlist. And it's one of the songs that's going to be forthcoming from their latest or newest release, which will be on February 4th called Consume. And yeah, if you guys like the sound of that, go make sure you're following them and save, pre-save, you know, if you want to get the full album when it drops. One thing that... Uh, if any of you guys from the Jab are listening, actually, you're both kind of curious if if you could explain the album art because it's kind of it's come as a, a very interesting image. And if you guys have a minute, just shoot us a message. We'd love to find out and appreciate you guys for your great songs and uh, hope your album drops successfully. And that was really all I had to talk about as far as you know, new releases, forthcoming releases, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Dan. Yes. Since we have another 15 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Do you want to maybe talk about some a song or two that we don't really get to talk about much on air? Like what's what's an artist that you've been listening to locally like in your daily life, you know, day-to-day life? Uh You know, I did, I've been digging Jack Byron's new uh album yeah. EP a, okay. a bit. Uh so we could either play something of his or mm-hmm. I also like um, we, we maybe like played them once but but I dig uh, Super Booth Super Booth yeah right also if we want to stay along those 80s themes mm-hmm. they have yeah. the, a lot of those uh, synth sounds have they released that album I know we, we mentioned them like a couple months ago right yeah did that album drop yet just for fun yeah yes Okay. I think yes. Cool. Any album or sorry, album? Ha ha ha. Any song in particular off of that album that you wanna? Uh, I think "Noise for No Reason." Yeah. Is fun. Okay. I don't know if we played that last time. I forgot which one was the single. I think they released something like "For Your Health." I think I think it was "For Your Health." I'm pretty yeah. sure it was "For Your Health" because it was instrumental. Yes. Yes. That one was instrumental. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 So "Noise for No Reason" has some lyrics and everything. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun synth. Sounds good to me. Rock? I, I don't know if no. it's rock, but it's, it's definitely synth something. All right, well, it's synthy. Let's let's take a listen. Maybe we can figure it out after we yeah. remind ourselves. Here for is sure. "Noise for No Reason" by Super Booth.
for no reason by Superbooth, which you can find on Bandcamp. They are part of the Schnauz Records label family. So uh, you have to go to Schnauz Records Bandcamp.com for the full EP of that. That's a nice little selection, Dan. Thanks. I, I want to bring up. It is, and it and brings. I want to fall asleep. Well, it, it kind of <laughs> it, it ties back to the you know the '80s theme we were kind of talking about with Brother Derek a little bit earlier today. My choice for something I've been listening to that we don't really get a chance to highlight a lot on the show is Captain Cooper Smith. I was telling hey. you already behind the scenes that they're one of the bands that whose album I usually keep in my car, and I try to rotate albums pretty consistently in my car. But they're like one of the more staple albums I keep in there uh, just because I, I really really enjoy their their album Friend of the Family it's it just something about the songwriting feels very tight it feels like it knows what it's doing and it feels like it does it very well and it, it's a beautiful mix of like kind of jam songs and also some catchy riffs and tunes mm-hmm. and uh, almost like psychedelic stuff at times I want to play something that's maybe a little bit more one of the more conventional songs of the album, but it's something that gets stuck in my head the most. <laughs> something awful uh, is is the song by Captain Cooper Smith that we're gonna play right now. You're listening to uh, WRSE 88.7 FM. Say a thing or two 
Something Awful by Captain Cooper Smith, which is off of their album, Friend of the Family. Um, we just played it because, again, we kind of spent the last few minutes on this show talking about some, you know, songs that we don't always get a chance to highlight because we have a very rigid kind of structure. You know, mm-hmm. we, we have like new music each week. We have interviews each week, events each week. But we don't have a chance to often like go back, you know, and to touch on things we talked about weeks ago. So yeah, if that was the show, if you guys like the Underbelly Hours, what we do here, you know, supporting local music, uh, talking to local bands and underground musicians and people behind the scenes, you can follow us on Facebook at Underbelly Hours, also Instagram at The Underbelly Hours, and on all of your favorite streaming platforms, be sure to save our, you know, whatever the notification thingy is on there so Mm -hmm. you can get notified when we have new episodes. Anything you'd like to add, Dan? Uh, we also have some mugs left that you can yes, buy off do. of uh, our store page on oxchicago.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, look for the Underbelly Hours tab and all of our stuff's there. Yep. If Episodes you guys... and, and merch. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I want to say, hopefully in a month or two, we can get some shirts, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to put that into the universe so it happens yeah. <laughs> so you can finally do it uh, but yeah you know and, and the proceeds for that are going to go towards buying a camera so we can actually give you guys quanta- quant- <laughs> content content quality mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to you know the interviews that we do here and do funny little behind the scenes things and just keep growing this you know we'll see, see where it goes but we want to continue bringing you guys local music every week because that's what we love to do so yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. All right. I think I think that's a show. That's a wrap. You're Dan. You're Adela. And this has been the Underbelly Hours on WRSE 88.7 FM. Bye. Bye. This has been a production of Ox Audio. For more information on Ox and the Ox Audio Podcast Network, visit us online at oxchicago.com.